Truth Espresso, episode 211. Face it, we all would rather sleep in this morning. <sighs> That's why God gave us espresso, to kickstart our zombified corpses into hyperdrive. And now, giving your mind and soul the morning shot of truth it craves. This is Truth Espresso with Daniel Minnick. Hey there, this is Daniel Minnick, your host for Truth Espresso, and with my sweet, beautiful wife and co-host Chelsea, we are here to talk about Thanksgiving. As this episode is released on Monday, just a few days left to prepare for Thanksgiving, so hope that you're not too busy as you're getting food ready for family, and or perhaps you're listening from uh, another country. I don't want to leave you... <laughs> <laughs> out of this, but those of us in the United States are getting ready to celebrate Thanksgiving as of this recording and when this episode goes live. So, whether or not you live in the United States, whether or not you celebrate Thanksgiving, you're going to get to learn a little bit about it in this episode. Thank you, sweetheart, for doing this with me and having a little fun in the process. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having me. Thanksgiving. It's an interesting holiday in the United States, and I know a lot of holidays will seem to have religious elements, and then there's also secular versions of it. You know, it seems like Thanksgiving can kind of have that, or at least the way people will celebrate it. But when it comes to Thanksgiving, it seems that there's really no secular, there's no non-Christian reason for it in the first place. <laughs> because I think without Christianity, without the truth of the God of the Bible, the Bible, and what happened in history with the pilgrims and their struggles, but also their making friends with the Native Americans and being able to celebrate the harvest. Like, really, without Christianity, what's the purpose of giving thanks? <laughs> I'm trying to think of how can you be thankful unless you're thankful to God? To whom are you going to be thankful? And, like, what What's the whole point of that? But yeah, that's what I think is cool about Thanksgiving. It really reflects meaning and purpose and the truth of Christianity. Yeah, I think that that's a great point about just how it's rooted in Christian faith, but also seeing how society is trying so hard to still move away from that basic Christian faith, like trying to make it, you know, about the football day or about the parade or and a lot of people, they changed the word or the name of it to Friendsgiving instead of Thanksgiving because it's just a day that you all get together with friends and you eat and watch football and <laughs> kind of party and stuff. So it's sad that we pull away from what the meaning of these different celebrations or holidays are. But yeah, I like how you pointed out who are we giving thanks to if it's not to God and what he has done for us. And 
We have a few Bible verses to bring up. So these Bible verses kind of, you know, there's plenty of verses, especially in the Psalms, to find about giving thanks to God. But we selected a few to give some salient points about giving thanks to God and reasons for giving thanks to God. So each of us have three verses. So we'll just kind of go back and forth with um, some verses about thanksgiving and To start off, I have Psalm 7, verse 17. It says, I will praise the Lord according to his righteousness and will sing praise to the name of the Lord Most High. Yeah, what I liked about that verse when I found it, it's like people want to be thankful. They always want to be thankful for what's good in their life as far as being prosperous or enjoyable and stuff but the psalmist here says i will praise the lord according to his righteousness and so i think it's good to reflect sometimes on god being truthful and just and to be thankful for something not necessarily about our material well-being but about truth prevailing so the first verse that i liked um, to bring up today is first Chronicles 16, verse 34. And it says, O give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. I like this verse because it's pointing out that we're thanking God for who he is Mm, and who he is. He is good. He is merciful. And those are things that endure forever. I think amidst all these different politics and changes that we see go on, a lot of times it's easy to get discouraged and to forget that we have a faithful God, a good God, a merciful God, and just remembering to be thankful for who God is and that he is our ultimate victor in all of this. Yeah, definitely, sweetheart. Yeah, like how many of us will thank God for his mercy because then it kind of gets us to self-reflect on, okay, I don't deserve this, but thank you, God, for not giving me what I do deserve. Good reason to thank God for his righteousness, for his mercy, My next verse is Psalm, naturally. (laughs) Psalm 92, verse 1. It says, It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord and to sing praises unto thy name, O Most High. That's another one that's thanking God for who he is. We're thanking God and praising him because of how high he is. (laughs) He's high and mighty. I like how that verse points out, too, that it's a good thing to do it. (laughs) This is for our benefit to be thankful and to have that thankful heart and attitude. Like It just makes you think differently or act differently and treat others differently and Yeah, and it's not just a seasonal thing, too. You know, it's Mm -hmm. always a good thing to give thanks to God to help us recognize, are there only certain special times where God is worthy of our thanks? Or as we reflect, we realize, wait, every day we have something to thank God for. And the fact that we're alive and breathing and have anything that's not just everything we deserve. So I have a quick trivia for you. (laughs) (laughs) About a verse? (laughs) Because we're in the Psalms. And oh, this is the trivia, not, <laughs> not our th- upcoming Thanksgiving trivia, yes. but the trivia for the episode. <laughs> yes, our episode trivia. Oh, yes. <laughs> so how many times do you think the word thanks is mentioned in the Bible? 
oh well <laughs> a lot of times <laughs> let's see how do i how accurate can i be let's see um a thousand <laughs> see i probably would have guessed that too but some of the places i was looking at it just said over a hundred okay like, okay but psalms has it so often oh uh, yeah so I'm not sure. It, how is it counted that way? Yeah. In different translations had different amounts of how often that word would occur. So yeah, it was just interesting. But I was like, yikes, Psalm says thanks so often in here. <laughs> but if you think about it, that probably helped David in a lot of different situations when he's kind of taking that break and being like, wait, I need to step back and say thank you god for this and despite the enemies coming upon me i'm going to stop and say thank you for your mercy towards me and even though the enemies are encompassed around me and i think to me it seems like okay maybe that's why god called david a man after his own heart because he was just constantly falling and coming to that place where he's like okay i'm not going to be in this self-pity poor me state and thinking that I deserve more or I deserve better, but coming to that place of, okay, I need to be thankful even though I'm hiding in the hills and there are enemies trying to kill me. Like, I'm going to be thankful that (laughs) I'm hiding right now and he's protecting me. And And he'd play it on a harp, so I just picture like, okay, he's running for his life, hiding like in a cave or something, knowing that the enemies could be like nearby and just... (laughs) song idea (laughs) he's like down in the dumps song idea or you know even like oh man i really blew it this time you know perfect time for a song idea (laughs) yeah definitely benefit from the psalms of david in his various situations all right so my second verse is a psalms verse too (laughs) Psalms 18, verse 49. Therefore will I give thanks unto thee, O Lord, among the heathen, and sing praises unto thy name. Mm. I just think that that verse is cool, like how we're talking about Thanksgiving is so much based on Christianity and who God is. And to me, it's like this verse is pointing out he's giving thanks among the heathen, like when you're giving thanks, that makes you look different from the heathen because the heathen aren't going to be giving thanks like someone who knows who God is and acknowledges our awesome and powerful God. Yeah, so thanksgiving is like a testimony to the truth. It's bearing witness of God too, yeah. Mm-hmm. And my final verse is Revelation eleven seventeen. So the 24 elders are talking in this one. It says, saying, We give thee thanks, O Lord God Almighty, which art and was and art to come, because thou hast taken to thee thy great power and hast reigned. (laughs) Like, oh, that's cool. The 24 elders in heaven in John's vision there. They're thanking God because the one who is and was and will come, so like past, present, future, the one who's past, present, future, and because you've taken great power and have reigned. Yeah. How many of us think of praising God because of his power and authority? (laughs) Wow. Yeah. 
That's a really good verse <laughs> yeah. to think about. Which I think it's cool with some of these verses about like thanking God. It's like, okay, we don't always thank God from a self-focus. Like, thank you, God, for making my life cool or whatever. Thank you, God, because I feel good. <laughs> it's thank you, God, because of who you are and what you have done. That doesn't necessarily always make me feel good, but I'm directing my thanks to you because of how great and powerful and righteous and high you are. And it's a good reminder, too, about how even when things are hard or things go wrong or we make the wrong decisions, that God doesn't just say, oh, that was a bad choice, (laughs) like I'm done with you. But he's like, okay, yeah, that wasn't the best of choice, but let's keep moving forward or let's go this direction and how he's just always there and helping us kind of on this wavy path of life that we do and that he's never going to give up on us, I guess, is something that's really cool that you don't see with any other religion. Like other religions, it's if you mess up, then you have to earn it back. And there's so many ways that you have to struggle with the feeling of, am I going to make it? Mm. And then with God and his mercy and his grace, like we see once we acknowledge who he is, that he's always there with us, no matter what happens and what we do. So I think these verses are really very good inspiration, reflective, and pave the way for celebrating Thanksgiving with a good heart toward God. My last verse comes from Ephesians 5, which I thought was kind of a cool verse to end on since we've been doing that series on slander and how to build one another up instead of tearing each other down. So Ephesians 5, 4, Paul's just kind of going through what it looks like to be a follower of God. And he says, neither filthiness, nor foolish talking, nor jesting, which are not convenient, but rather giving of thanks. And so when we're giving thanks and we're having a thankful heart and actually voicing thankfulness too, that we're not going to be putting down others. We're not going to be jesting towards others. Like we're actually going to look like the followers of God. We're going to show Christ's love to others when we are being thankful like that. That sounds like a good verse for Thanksgiving Day, family coming over. It's like, hey, giving thanks, not, you know, (laughs) arguing over politics and stuff. (laughs) Or fighting over the football team. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) But rather giving of thanks. (laughs) Be thankful even if the Detroit Lions lose or (laughs) whatever. Unbelievers now have no excuse to misinterpret the Bible like they ever did. Interpreting the Bible has never been easier or less expensive. Get your copy of What Does It Mean to Me? This teaches and demonstrates the importance of biblical interpretation. Proper biblical interpretation is the difference between truth and error, life and death heaven and hell. This is created for your sinos. That's your 
Christians in name only. Readers will stop asking, what does this mean to me? And start asking, what does it mean? Get your copy of What Does It Mean to Me at trackplanet.com or on amazon.com today. You want to get this before it's too late. Speaking of Detroit Lions, are you ready to jump into some trivia? Oh, yeah. For sure. How about you start off the section? Okay. So now let's learn more about Thanksgiving past and maybe present, too, with some trivia. So my first question to you, sweetheart, to see if you might know this from researching some Thanksgiving trivia. So what did... President Calvin Coolidge receive as a gift for Thanksgiving? A turkey? (laughs) (laughs) You might think so, but a woman named Vinnie Joyce from Neetayuma, Mississippi, sent President Coolidge a live raccoon intended to be for Thanksgiving dinner. And I don't know if she intended that as a joke or what, but she sent it to him with the intention that he would make this thing into Thanksgiving dinner. (laughs) But President Coolidge had such pity and love for this raccoon that he pardoned it and he adopted it as a pet in the White House there. (laughs) And he named it Rebecca. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I guess throughout history, there's been interesting pets in the White House, but the raccoon that was originally going to be a replacement for turkey at the White House there became a pet raccoon named Rebecca. (laughs) Interesting. I guess I didn't even realize people ate raccoons. Oh, yeah, I didn't know. So, yeah, that's what I said. I don't know if it was intended to be a joke or if it was serious at this time, but nevertheless. (laughs) I know they'd make hats out of the raccoon's fur, but... (laughs) I guess they could eat the meat too then. <laughs> I'd be never worried about a, like rabies. Yeah. Like, I never tried raccoon before. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> never had one as a pet either. But, <laughs> but I did have raccoons growing up right outside our backyard. But <laughs> Nice. Okay. Here's my trivia question for you. This is a true or false? Oh. Does <laughs> 50% chance of getting it right. Do yeah. I get two guesses? <laughs> <laughs> Well, if I don't tell you what the answer is, I guess. Okay. Does eating turkey make you tired? Now, let me see. So turkey does have what's called tryptophan, right, Mm -hmm. in it. And it could possibly make you a little bit tired. But if I remember from researching this last year... What makes you the most tired are the like the carbs that you consume. <laughs> yeah. Good job. <laughs> That's a true or false question. Okay. Well, I worded it. Okay, so it should be worded eating turkey makes you tired. Okay. So it's so true. False. So false. Okay. So yeah, there isn't enough tryptophan in a turkey to cause drowsiness. But because of the high amount of calories and like overeating and stuff and (laughs) sugars that are usually consumed, that that can kind of make you tired. Makes you tired because your body's trying to metabolize all those calories. Yeah. (laughs) Good job. (laughs) Okay. So second trivia question for you, sweetheart. 
Do Australians celebrate Thanksgiving? If so, would you happen to know maybe where at do they celebrate Thanksgiving? (laughs) Hmm. (laughs) I'm guessing they do, but I'm not sure like where. Okay. So on the whole, Australians don't except for Norfolk Island, which has a population of about 2,000 people. (laughs) And the reason is, I guess they're whaling ships from... Not whaling as in crying, but <laughs> whaling as in uh, Moby Dick or something. <laughs> so whaling ships from the U.S. would do some whaling out the island there, and they must have celebrated Thanksgiving and introduced it to the island there. So that tiny little island with about 2,000 people, have annual, they celebrate Thanksgiving. So the ships there were around the end of the 1800s, and Norfolk Island combine some of our staples like pumpkin pie and turkey with some of their cultural foods into their Thanksgiving meal. (laughs) Oh, that's cool. Okay, so this one we already kind of talked about earlier, but (laughs) it's still an interesting thing because I didn't know this. So why is the day after Thanksgiving called Black Friday? (laughs) Yeah, I'm trying to remember exactly, because <laughs> you mentioned it to me before, sweetheart. Was it originally intended to keep people from shopping after Thanksgiving? Yep. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> you have some details about that there. Yes. So, originally, it was named Black Friday to try and keep people from going shopping. <laughs> and it was the Philadelphia Police Department that wanted to prevent mass numbers of people going into stores and creating more chaos and stuff the day after Thanksgiving. (laughs) So that didn't really end up working out like how they were thinking (laughs) because now Black Friday is like the biggest (laughs) shopping day of the year. (laughs) Yeah, because I was thinking before he explained that it was called Black Friday because... I was thinking that the nickname came later after people shopped because it can be like a dangerous day, people running over each other to get items and stuff, that that's why I thought it became known as Black Friday. But (laughs) yeah, that's interesting tidbit that I wouldn't know unless we researched it. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. So third trivia question, sweetheart. What type of pie is currently the most popular for Thanksgiving? Hmm. So I'm trying to debate between pecan and pumpkin. Hmm. I'm going to go with pecan, I guess. Okay. So according to statistics, it's actually apple pie. Oh, cool. (laughs) So pumpkin pie, as you might think, is actually second, Mm -hmm. but There just happens to be enough people who really aren't into pumpkin pie. They don't understand why people like it. They think it's bland or something like that. So those people prefer apple. And I guess apple (laughs) just happens to eke out pumpkin pie for first place. (laughs) (laughs) So pecan pie was it? (laughs) Yeah, I guess not. (laughs) Wow, that is interesting. (laughs) Which I was actually half debating making apple pie for Thanksgiving. (laughs) And yeah, because most people will eat the apple pie and not touch the pumpkin pie. (laughs) That is funny. Well, 
Okay, do we go with one that I told you already or one that we didn't discuss already? How about one we didn't discuss? Okay. <laughs> I got to get one wrong. Oh, no. <laughs> so, what was missing from the first Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade? Uh, balloons. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. You I saw it right. One. Oh, no, yeah. you saw it. Okay. Good job. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was kind of cool that, and too bad they don't do it now, but it's probably harder just with <laughs> crowd control, but yeah. they didn't start off with the balloons until quite a few years later. Mm-hmm. And what they had in the parade before, and they don't have now, were live mm-hmm. zoo animals. Yeah. <laughs> I think that would be so cool. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure now with how many people there are and stuff, how popular it is, it would be quite the headache. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, that's my next question for you, Sue. So... Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade features a lot of iconic characters in the balloons. So, what was the first video game character at the Macy's Parade? Well, obviously, we're not talking about the 1920s ones, but whenever they introduced an actual video game character, which one was it first? <laughs> I am so not going to get this. Think of popular iconic video game characters <laughs> i don't remember ever seeing in mario <laughs> i'm thinking maybe kirby or sonic oh <laughs> <laughs> good guesses there kirby oh. that'd be the easiest one to make maybe <laughs> <laughs> yeah it would be but your other guess was oh, correct Sonic. so sonic the hedgehog in 1993 was the first video game character balloon which is interesting so it's like when there were the wars between nintendo and sega in the 1990s it seemed like sega would often one-up nintendo there including (laughs) being the first one to get their video game character in macy's (laughs) parade until sega started lose money in the 2000s but it's pretty interesting there that sonic (laughs) the hedgehog was the first video game character in macy's thanksgiving day parade (laughs) (laughs) nice all right so i have to do this one just because it explains itself i guess okay (laughs) and you probably know the answer to this one has thanksgiving always been the last week of november oh uh no it hasn't and i'm trying to remember because i know fdr changed it it used to be the third thursday in november if i remember correctly and it changed, and then it changed to something else, and then it changed to the last Thursday in November. Good job. So, <laughs> today we celebrate Thanksgiving on the fourth Thursday in November, but during the Great Depression, so the late 1930s, early 1940s, FDR moved the holiday to the third week hmm. because he was trying to boost holiday spending Mm. and that didn't stick around too long two years later it went back to the fourth thursday (laughs) of the month of november so yeah it's just interesting how people in power like to try and control every little thing sometimes (laughs) we're going to control how people or we want them to spend money on certain days and so we're going to change the holiday for that like yes it's very interesting (laughs) (laughs) yeah fdr did a lot of things like (laughs) (laughs) let's see so my last trivia question 
how many U.S. towns are named Turkey? <laughs> U.S. towns? Yeah. Hmm. Towns. Okay. <laughs> or cities, whatever. You know. <laughs> I'll just go with a dozen? Not quite that many, but okay. <laughs> there's there are four. Uh-huh. So there's a Turkey, Texas, a Turkey, Arizona, a Turkey, Louisiana, and a Turkey, North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> okay, North Carolina makes sense because it's one of the original 13 <laughs> colonies, <yeah>. but <laughs> others are like a little bit later. <laughs> and I can imagine they have some pretty cool Thanksgiving stuff there right? yeah. <laughs> just because, you know. Well... You definitely beat me out on those <laughs> trivia <laughs> questions. Oh. Good job. <laughs> hey, I'm Joel. Hey, this is Troy. Have you ever thought about how many sermons have never been listened to because they were never recorded because they came out before recordings? On our podcast, Revive Thoughts, we take the roughly 1,900 years of sermons and try to bring them back to life. We talk about the history, we talk about the setting, and every week we have a different speaker deliver these sermons for us to listen to once again. So this is your chance to listen to sermons by people like Calvin by people like Spurgeon, by people like Knox, and maybe some people you've never heard of, like Johann Towler or Alexander White. Let us live and move and have our being and deal with men as if a dying, risen, interesting... See poor Lazarus in his full frightening misery and behind him Christ. The hand cannot alone deliver man. The body must... You can find Revive Thoughts on any podcast app or player that you have and at revivethoughts.com. We hope you learn something new and grow closer to God. All right. You ready for some humor? Oh, yeah. Let's move on from facts to not fiction, but (laughs) (laughs) jokes. Silliness. Yeah. (laughs) We all need a little humor in our life, so... (laughs) Are you ready to head off the humor section? Do you want to start the... Oh, okay. (laughs) You can start. (laughs) Okay. Let's see. First joke for you, sweetheart. What does a limping turkey say? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, I have that one, too. Oh, you have that one, too? Okay. Yeah, we didn't synchronize (laughs) these before recording because... We have to guess at the answers. Okay. So I didn't keep this one on my list, though. (laughs) But I do know what is. Okay. Wobble, wobble, wobble. Wobble, wobble. Yep. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) That was a good one. That was funny. Okay. So mine is somewhat similar. (laughs) What did the turkey say to the computer? Oh, Google, Google. Yeah. I saw that one. What do you get when you cross a turkey with a banjo? <laughs> Let me guess. You have that one, too. I okay. Don't. You don't? Okay. A turkey with a banjo? Yeah. <laughs> a drumstick? <laughs> a turkey that can pluck itself. Oh. <laughs> Corny. <laughs> oh, why did I think drumstick? Okay. Wrong instrument. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I think I'm tired. Okay. (laughs) My next one. What kind of face does a pilgrim make when he's in pain? (laughs) Um, Turkey face. (laughs) (laughs) All the answers need turkey in them. Okay. They make a pilgrimess. Oh, pilgrimess. Oh, nice. That's a good one. So what did the mother turkey say to her disobedient children? 
<laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> if your father could see you now, he'd turn over in his gravy. <laughs> nice. <laughs> corny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, corny Thanksgiving yeah. jokes. <laughs> Did you know that corn was actually maize in the earlier days? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Like corn is more genetically well, modified. With the corn, the yellow, juicy kernels we eat today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that just made yeah. me think of that. Okay, my last joke for you. What's a turkey's favorite Thanksgiving food? Stuffing. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. It's already stuffed. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> So, what did Han Solo say to Luke Skywalker on Thanksgiving? <laughs> May the forks be with you. Ah, mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and I have a bonus one oh, for you. Sweet. <laughs> and I kind of crafted this one from a pun to turn into a question. <laughs> ah. So, what did the school teacher say to her students for a Thanksgiving drill? <laughs> Stop, drop, and pass the rolls. <laughs> <laughs> Very super corny there. <laughs> oh, it's cute. Like I said, we all need a good laugh. <laughs> nice jokes. <laughs> yeah. Well, this was a fun episode. Like, oh yeah, for talking sure. about some great verses and <laughs> just remembering like what we have to be thankful for and especially like who our great God is and just reflecting on his faithfulness and his goodness and mercy towards us. And so, yes, hopefully going into this next week, we can remember amongst the busyness and cooking and family and all that, that we will remember that we are just so thankful for God and who he is to us and that we can share in different things because of who he is. Definitely good thoughts there, sweetheart. And so, yes, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Truth Espresso, this Thanksgiving episode that the verses and the trivia and the jokes helped prepare your hearts for Thanksgiving and that be able to celebrate Thanksgiving with family and remember what it's all about and be thankful even in the midst of family who might want to debate with you or say as you're curled up on the couch watching football and thinking to yourself, why did I just have to have that fifth plate? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to burst just like so, um, and still be thankful in that situation too. And, <laughs> and we are thankful for you, our listeners, for tuning in each week. Or if this is your first time, we're thankful that you were able to find this podcast. And we pray that this is a blessing and that you guys have a blessed and wonderful Thanksgiving. Yes. And I echo that sentiment, sweetheart. And so, God bless. Thank you for waking up with Truth Espresso. Good morning, and God bless your day. Hey friends, Daniel Minnick here again. If you liked waking up to this episode of Truth Espresso, I would really appreciate it if you would rate it on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or whatever application you use to listen to Truth Espresso. 